In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. senses and challenge your beliefs a world where science and religion clash or do they you will meet real people and hear real stories but you will not believe you will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds but you will not believe this is the new england ghost project welcome to the Yeah. 
paranormal people. Those crazy paranormal people. What's wrong with them? No, we don't. So, I mean, it really irritates the heck out of me. And and I know that uh, with paranormal people in the cemeteries, actually, there's less vandalism because uh, they won't do that with with people around. Right. Well, I mean, you know. And, of course, we're totally respectful of all that stuff. I mean, nine out of ten of us are. <laughs> but I, uh, I hope you're not referring to anybody I know. Uh, no, 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 no. But, you know, there's always a bad apple out there. But, I mean, oh, yeah. no, you know, that's that does suck because it does reflect on us and our community, and it shouldn't. They should. Exactly. I know there are many groups that uh, do a lot of work for cemeteries. I know that uh, Thomas Daggis, not Thomas Daggis, excuse my apologies, uh, Tom Spitaleri, uh, his group uh, raises money for the Glendale Cemetery in Havel and mm-hmm. uh, for its upkeep and stuff. And he does like ghost hunts there at night and everything else. So uh, there are some people that, that do raise money for it. I mean, I mean, you and I, when we went out to the Collinwood and out in, um, was that, Oneida? Oneida, yeah. Yeah, and then we went to, what was the Syracuse. cemetery? Syracuse. and we went yeah. to the Glen Oakdale Cemetery or something. Uh, yeah, you put me on the spot. That sounds right. Oh, wow, you need your wine. Uh, <laughs> I know, right, I'd be right on it then. But, yeah, it was right next to... Right, and, and what happens, we went through there, and the cemetery was, a, they did have ghost tours, I mean, not ghost, they had cemetery tours there, and uh, we we saw a ton of statues. And beheaded. Beheaded. Beheaded, yeah. Right. That really and ticked me off, and then all the, it, all the mausoleums and the crypts and all of those, you know, the chapels were all bricked up, all the walls, the, uh, the windows, the beautiful... You know, doorways and everything, and it, it was awful because I'm sure that people broke in on a regular basis, so they just sealed right. them all. So that exactly. that sucks, you know, and, and it ruins, of course, the beautiful architecture. You know, the intent when it was built, you know, was for people to enjoy it. Right. Uh, yeah, and I mean, yeah, the headless statue. And a lot of that were co- yeah. college kids. That, I'm that, sure. That, did damage to it as well. Although we're risk. painting them with the same broad brush that, you know, someone yeah, might true. That's true. paint yeah, us we, with. So, it, I mean, exactly. Very good. You know. Very good. We don't, we don't know who did it. Right. Right. Probably so, aliens as far as I know. Aliens yeah. came down and took those statues' heads. Right. Right. Aliens. <laughs> I mean, uh, no. <laughs> anyway, uh, we, uh, we have our guest on the line. And awesome. He is a very good friend of mine. I think I can say that. I've known Josh for, oh, God, many, many, many years. And he is the one of the driving forces of the Berkshire Paranormal and also the custodian. And I say that not as a, a, a janitor, but as someone who keeps things of the Houghton Mansion, or Houghton Mansion, depending on your trainer voice. He is Josh Mantell. Good evening, Hi, Josh. Hello. And I sometimes do feel like the custodian, too, because I do end up mopping the floor sometimes. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, someone's got to do it, I guess. So. Uh, yeah, somebody <laughs> does. That's how I feel at my house, so whatever. <laughs> it all works out. And, 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 Josh, you and I have known each other for quite a while now, I guess, right? Yeah, probably gotten going on at least a decade worth of uh, investigating and, and everything going on. Mm-hmm. Right. And I've, I've certainly, you know, with 
um, yeah, certainly uh, with your uh, – I don't even know what to say. I got all distracted. <laughs> Wait a minute. Back up. Okay, hang on, start hang again. On. Uh, <laughs> you know, we have investigated the Hoot Mansion many times together. That's a good way to put it. I try to get that out. It didn't come all out right. quite right. <laughs> okay. And really, seriously, in these 10 years, we have done it many, many times. Yeah, probably a couple dozen. (laughs) You know, I mean, it's it's amazing. Uh, It's an absolutely fabulous place. And, of course, uh, originally not too many people knew about it until it was on uh, Ghost Adventures. I guess that really kind of pushed it. And I think the the Ghost Hunters did a couple events out of there, too, though. But it was never on the show. It was just events, right? Yeah, it was more of a fundraiser, uh, fundraising type of event. We've been contacted a few times. We're, we're on a we're on a list of places for possible shoots, but mm-hmm. never actually finalizes ever. So, <laughs> always right. a bridesmaid, never a bride. No. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you know, sometimes you know, I don't I don't think we could handle any more uh, publicity than we already get. You know, our hands are full year round as is. Mm-hmm. With um, right. people wanting to get in here, I think if we had another TV show, it, it would um, we we would need to uh, quit our jobs and stay here full time. There you go. <laughs> well, it's a fantastic space, and I mean, I can see why people want to get in. Oh yeah, right. You know. mm-hmm. And you know, when I first met you, it was pretty amazing because you guys were really struggling at the time. I mean, it cost a fortune to heat that place and and everything else, and and the ghosts. Business has been very good to you, I guess. You know, the ghosts have been good to you. It has. I mean, it's you know, um, it sometimes I really have mixed feelings about it. You know, it's you know, because we're, I, I don't want to say we're profiting because we're you know we're a non-profit group, but um, you right. know, we're 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 keeping our heads floating here, and we're 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 redoing our building and making it better. You know, off of off of the spirits, off of off of this stuff. You know, and. <laughs> You know, I, I always drive that question in the back of my head. You know, geez, what is, what do they feel about this? You know, what what's their thoughts on? How you know what? Um, I, I, you know, they might be actually be happy about it because, you, you know, you're preserving their what they remember the, the mansion as. You know, I mean, if it wasn't for for these types of events and and you guys, I mean, who knows uh, what would become of the building? I mean, as I mentioned before, it costs a fortune to heat, and and there's so much for upkeep and repairs. Uh, uh, you know, so you know, I look at it as the ghosts paying their way. That's the kind of way I look at it. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, you know, it was you know ten years ago. I, I, you know, we were very close to to this building getting sold, you know, wow. getting sold off, and you know, you'd hate to see what would happen if it did. You know, it's it's on the National Historic Register, so I doubt it would ever get destroyed. But mm-hmm. you know, we. You know the paranormal, um, the investigations, the events, the tours. The it's become a tourist location within the community. You know it does drive revenue to the building, and that is what's keeping the place open. It's what's made us be able to heat it in the winter. It's what's helped us be able to you know retar the roof so it doesn't leak all the time. <laughs> you know you know put in a new gas furnace instead of oil furnace so that we're not spending as much on fuel. Right. You know you know these things. I mean it, it brings in you know you know nobody's getting rich here but you know it's right. it's 
definitely but what's nice is because at the same time you know this is a masonic lodge first and foremost and i don't think a lot of people know that you know it's a masonic lodge first and foremost and freemasons are you know a non-profit charitable organization and you know it was kind of hard to function in that capacity we couldn't make charitable donations because we couldn't afford to pay our own bills let alone provide scholarships or or other you know things along those lines and you know now because we are you know the lodges books are out of the red and there's the money is being spent wisely you know it can actually we can do more things that you know we're meant to do excellent when did the masons when did the masons take over that building um night Oh boy, you put me on the spot. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, that's that's not true. That's not true. The accident was in 1914, nineteen eighteen. They took over the building. Oh wow! So it's really been in that Masonic family a long, long time. That's much longer than I, you know, figured. Absolutely, and you know, it's funny. One of the questions that was always asked of us was, you know, was AC a Mason? Was Mr. Houghton a, a you know a Mason? And you know, we always just said no, we don't think so. And it was always kind of a question in the back of the mind because back in that that early part of that century, everybody was somebody. You know, was, was a Freemason. You know, the president was a Freemason. You know, mm-hmm. all the, the heads of banks were Freemasons. You know, you think, well, gee, you know, Mr. Houghton was somebody. He was a pretty important person. Sure enough, somebody was going through the archives, looking through the old books, and they found his signature in a registered. He was a he was actually a member of the lodge. There you so, go. <laughs> you know, you know, it was technically in a in a mason's hand, always. That's that's nice. That's and and now did it go? Did it go from that family to the masons, or were there people in between? Um, there were people in between, but they were relatives. Oh, okay. Um, so you know, we we have for those that are. Familiar with the this our backstory, we had a, a very tragic accident that you know eventually led to to three deaths and um, what we think is a four haunting deaths. four deaths. But yeah, and um, that was in 1914. Uh, Mrs. Houghton stayed in the house for two years, so that puts us about 1916. She sold it to a Gallup who happened to be her daughter. So you know, it, it was the Gallops, which was another prominent family in the in the city, but it was her daughter. You know, so she sold, she she sold it to her son-in-law. He only kept it for about two years. He then in turn sold it to the Freemasons. Mm. So there was an in between, but it was her. You know, it was her her daughter. You know, moved in after her. Okay. Her brother. Wow, that's all in the family. <laughs> yeah, and then it's right. you know it's. It, it's you know renovations here and there. I mean, I'm sure the Freemasons. We've you know we've we've knocked down some walls, put up some paint, laid down some carpet, and you know you know put in a, you know electricity and outlets. Mm-hmm. But you know, other than that, it's really stood as you know as is. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's it's really interesting because it is such a iconic building. I mean, especially you know this there's a lot of. Uh, fog around the masons uh you know there's a lot of not knowing i guess you would say and and it's intrigued a lot of people and so you have that actually that double um advantage it is a masonic lodge and and yet it's a really historic building an old mansion and it's haunted i mean so it it's simply an amazing building to investigate or to do events and just any events it's it's just totally awesome 
Yeah, it, and, you know, I was talking with a few people last week, and, you know, and one of the things that kind of came up is, you know, when you walk through that front door, it's, it's you know, it, you know, you almost have that moment when you first walk through the door for the first time, you kind of go, you know, it takes your breath for a second. You don't realize it. It looks small from the street, but once you're actually in here, you know, you, you start to realize it's, you know, it's, wow, it really is big in this place. Mm-hmm. It is a huge place. I mean, especially when you get upstairs and you you see, uh, you know, the the actual um, the Masonic room. Yeah, that's that's huge, and that that's when I get up there, I'm kind of like, wow, you know, it's that's a real, uh, you know, uh, I don't know what the word for it is. You're kind of awestruck. An awe yeah. moment. When you look in there. It's an awe moment. An awe moment. <laughs> Uh, it's interesting too is that uh it, you actually uh, uh the, the way i met josh in in fact was that there was a uh a author by the name of sherry rivera so i think her name would have you know me butcher names but she was writing a book on haunted um massachusetts and uh they wanted she wanted to put the uh hooten mansion in and uh the masons didn't want it in there unless they were sure it was haunted. So they they contacted us many 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 years ago, and we went in and did the uh, first investigation there. And it was just simply amazing that first time that that we were able to go into the building. And it was, and and Josh, I mean, you formed your group shortly after that, I believe, too, right? Yeah, it was it was one of those things that we really were all inspired. I mean, you know, when, when Ron came in and the New England Ghost Project came in, we, I've, I only, I've watched Coast to Coast AM, you know, I've seen, I mean, this was before even Taps and Ghost Hunters was on TV, so, you know, I just heard rumors about these groups that came in and looked for ghosts. You know, I didn't know what to expect. <laughs> these groups. <laughs> you know, so, you know, we invited Ron and, and the New England Ghost Project out, and, you know, what happened was, you know, eye-opening to me, you know, where, you know, there was evidence, there was a part in that night where I remember just so fondly sticking my hand out and saying, oh my God, I'm touching something that's maybe a ghost. And it left such an impression on me that after that night, we just said, all right, we're going to start saving some money. We're going to do this. We're going to buy our own equipment and we're going to, we're going to investigate for ourselves. And uh, I haven't looked back since. (laughs) (laughs) It's awesome. Yeah, and uh, now I, I, I think that uh, Josh and his group is one of the more respected groups out there. I, I know the work they do, and I've worked on them before, and they do a great job. And another cool thing about uh, Josh, which I don't know everybody knows, is he does a lot of work with uh, uh, and light anomalies. And I, no one else, as far as I know at the time, had done anything with them and you actually uh i mean you have a great presentation i don't know even know how to describe it but it, you you analyze them you uh uh categorize them it's pretty it's a pretty neat thing yeah that's you know i i've really come from a more um you know photography background you know when it comes to the paranormal for me at least so <laughs> i um I, I took that to heart and, and ran with it and you know i i saw a gap in what the field was offering and tried to fill it <laughs> i i think that's great and and the first time that i met 
uh, Josh was at uh, Buttonwoods. You had yeah. a, a show up at uh, oh, oh Revelation, one of the conferences I ran. Yeah. Yes, the conference up at Buttonwoods. Yep. And uh, that's where I met Josh, and I saw his presentation on light anomalies. And I'd ne- you know, it, it just it really opened my eyes. Um, because up till then, I mean, I was fairly new in the field and didn't know a lot about it. And I, I just, I have to say, Josh, that I mean, after seeing your presentation, I'm like, well, that makes sense. <laughs> oh, that's what I, that's what I try to do, you know, because, you know, even now, I mean, back, back five, six years ago, that you know, everybody and their brother, I think, was starting a paranormal group and mm-hmm. claiming to be ghost hunters all of a sudden. Still laugh. <laughs> there's, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, yep. but uh, you know, but there was just a lot of there was no set guidelines for a lot of things, and mm-hmm. you know, I, I wanted to help that. You know, I wanted to to you know to help educate some people more on you know what they were doing, <laughs> and they need to be. Well, yeah. the inter- the interesting thing about the paranormal, and we've discussed this a lot of times on uh, Ghost Chronicles International, is that. It depends on what you go into the paranormal for, or your reasons behind it. Uh, some people just want to go for the adventure, for the scare. Uh, other people, you know, are serious about it, and other people are very spiritualist about it, and other people are very, uh, you know, very skeptical about it. They they actually go in to almost disprove it. Uh, so th- depending on your reasons, I mean. It's easy for us if we have our own particular reason and we'll say, well, everybody else is doing it for the wrong reasons. They're doing it for different reasons is what they do it for. Yeah. And that that's like these events we are doing, and we are doing an event uh, on April, oh, God, was it 5th to the 7th? <laughs> that, yeah, that sounds about right. Cause My brain's about because I can't remember either now. <laughs> The weekend after next. <laughs> That's terrible. Oh I know. I'm awful. I'm awful. I'm awful. I'm oh awful. Oh, my God. Planet. You don't know your own event. Okay. Uh, well, it's not my events. It's Jeff Belanger and Darkness Dave that are doing it, and the boys from Spooky South Coast, and uh, Angie Lake's going to be there, and the Blonde Bombshell's going to be there. I'm going to be there. Leslie Martin, uh, who's a medium who wrote the book, Our Medium Rare, is going to be there. And, of course, Josh Mantello from the Berkshire Paranormal will be there as well. So, I mean, it's it's a really cool event, and uh, if you go to the Legend Tripping website, you can purchase your tickets, uh, or you can go to our website, which is neghostproject.com, the letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com, and there's a link uh, to the Legend site, which is kind of cool. Uh, yeah, that I am. I haven't looked forward to an event um, like this in, in, in a long time. I mean, I do events here, you know, three, four times a year, and. You know, I'm probably looking forward to this one more than I, you know, than anything else at this point. It's, you know, it, it really, I mean, you know, it, it's you could you could call this an all-star cast, of, you know, of, of people coming out here. I mean, from Jeff to Darkness Dave. I mean, these guys, you know, you know, these are some of the most, and, and yourself, Ron, are all well known, most, yeah, <laughs> well known and respected investigators in in the field, and it's, it's an incredible opportunity to come to, you know, one of the America's most haunted locations. You know, some people, you know, people go years trying to get in here and never can. 
you know, to come in, investigate, you know, and investigate with these people. I mean, you know, these are, you know, they've been all over the world investigating different locations and, you know, and have years of experience, you know, combined. It's going to be, it's going to be a blast, you know, for me just to even walk around and, and, and it's going to be fun, too, which is the cool thing. I, I, I'm i looking forward to it because I think it's going to be fun working with everybody. Oh, know, absolutely. I've worked with every, everyone except for Dr. Dave before, and Dr. and I've enjoyed every time uh, I've worked with them. Uh, it, it's definitely going to be fun. And uh, you can come in Saturday night, uh, or you can uh, – We've got this other thing. I think it's I think at twenty five dollars more. You can come in Friday night, and you, we're having this kind of like paranormal uh, shindig. You can like hang out, and uh, we're gonna have a, a lot of fun. We're gonna have that. some spirits of a different sort. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> yeah, that that's gonna be a blast. That too. I mean, you know, for twenty five more dollars, you can come out on Friday night. Mm-hmm. You know, we're gonna go over to the freight yard pub, which is if you know. Here I am looking out the window of the mansion. I can probably see the place. And, <laughs> really. You know, you know, I've it, never it, been there. No, it's 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 not that far of a walk, you know, from the mansion and or the hotel if you're if yeah. if you choose or, to spend or a night. crawl, as we like to That's say. That's probably or a good crawl. thing. Yeah, but, you know, it's 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 you know, it's a great pub. It's a great little local pub. We you know, they have an upstairs banquet hall, which I believe we're getting. It's mm-hmm. it's got some haunting stories to itself. It's right on the main. It's, it's really a freight yard pub. It's an old freight yard. It's it's in the old freight yard for North Adams, and uh, you know the the same. Freight yard that's on the lines that run right to the Hoosick Tunnel, you know, right. a couple miles down the tracks. But it's, you know, it's a great old place. It has a little bit of a haunting of itself, and you know, another again, another opportunity to kind of meet and greet everybody that's going to be involved. We're all going to be there. It's going to be a little bit more low key, you know. A chance. One thing I love doing around other investigators and other ghost hunters is just telling stories. You know, <laughs> a chance to go around and just tell stories about different things we've all experienced and done, hey. maybe over a couple of couple other, you know, other spirits or something. I think oh, it's going to be you a know I'm gonna pull. You know I'm going to pull something up. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. No, not you, Ron. Not you, Ron. And just so you know, folks, there, um, I did just put the link up for the event um, on our Ghost Chronicles Next Generation Facebook page. So you can just click on it. It's right at the top of the page. It's next weekend, April 5th through 7th. Okay? I was so close. Yeah, you were in the ballpark. You, yeah, you were yeah, in there. Yeah. Anyways, I know we're coming, up, we're coming up to the break now, but... Uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, some of the things that have been uh, happening at the mansion and, and, and not that of us as well. So uh, with Josh, when we come back, in fact, he is at the mansion right now. So he may be there when we come back. He may not be. Who knows? Anyways, you're listening to Ghost Chronicles, Next Generation with Ian and Ron right here on Toji Dead Pararex, Ghost Channel and Beyond. Our special guest, Josh Mantello, we'll be right back after the following messages. Welcome to Tokinet, radio with a cutting edge. Feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more. All in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. 
For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. Coming back. Oh, going back. And welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Ann and our special guest, Josh Mantello from the Houghton Mansion. A Houghton Mansion, depending on how you say it. Houghton. 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 I've coined it. <laughs> I have coined it. <laughs> Anyways, right here on uh, Pararex, told you that, Ghost Channel, and some, some other cool ones as well. Uh, but anyways... Uh, one other thing I did want to mention, too, is that um, I had just got approval for my new uh, NEGP office at where I teach. So, Yes. Wow. So I'm really excited about that. So You're really high saluting these days. Pretty soon you're yeah, not going to talk to me. I don't talk to you now. Uh, I guess I should feel privileged only, now. Only if I have to. Jeez. Um, I have a question um, from yep. chat for Josh just before we embark on the, the, the next uh, and we, we are speaking to uh, Josh Mantello of Berkshire Paranormal and the Houghton Mansion. Sorry. We'll have to group out. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, Josh, Nate in the chat room likes to know, um, do you feel it's hard to deal with people when you tell them an alternate explanation um, when they insist that their photo is paranormal? Um, I really learned that lesson the hard way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. It's probably one of the hardest things um, to, to do. And, uh, and, and, and I learned probably, you know, once um, Jeff Belanger gave me some advice once because he, he ran into the same problem. And I think he learned the hard way too. Uh, <laughs> and he had given me some advice once. And there's one thing you got to know. Is um, and the perfect a, a quick story is I, I did a lecture at a library out in New York State and did the whole thing about ghosts and orbs and this um, older woman came up with a picture of a, a child riding a horse and on the horse's shoulder was a you know an orb and she goes oh well look and I, I go oh well you know you're on a dirt road and you know you're on a trail it might be a, some dust and she goes oh no no no. That's my husband. He died just before that, and he loved making sure his granddaughter didn't fall off the horse. I was like, yeah, you know, you don't ever want to mess with people. People's beliefs are people's beliefs, and sometimes, you know, they're not actually looking for it to be a ghost or not. It's That's their closure. That's mm-hmm. their um that's their closure. That's that's their their family member, and no matter what I say, scientifically, it's never going to change that form. And sometimes it's better for them inside their own head that that is them. So it's something you got to walk tread, you know, walk very carefully around those questions sometimes. And I've had I've upset some people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I won't lie, and mm-hmm. now I'll probably upset somebody again. <laughs> Do you, remember, do you remember when I had my paranormal study group in uh, Circles of Wisdom and I had you come in and do your your orb thing? Oh, yeah. I think there was two of them that def- definitely didn't want to like me on Facebook after that either. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I thought they'd slash, slash your tires, but I, I was pretty oh, wrong. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it is what it is, you know. And uh-huh. I'm just I'm offering, you know, you know, my opinion to it, and, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to agree with it, just like a that, lot of things in this world. That's true. That's true. 
<laughs> Do you know that Ghost Chronicles International is an odd-free zone? Oh. Ooh. Well. Yeah, we we can't talk about orbs at all on the show. At all? I don't know if I did that here. I think, I think anybody would be upset if I put this as an orb-free mansion. <laughs> put, put a big bottle of pledge. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, speaking about that, and we're not just talking about orbs. We're talking about really cool stuff that happened at the mansion. And the first story that I that I ever heard from Josh was about the guy that was the telemarketer, a big guy. You want to tell the story, Josh? Oh yeah, actually, um, that is, and that's it's funny because of all the things that happens, that's probably one of the simplest things now. But um, we back in the day before we had um, ghost hunting events to fundraise, we would have, um, like many other organizations, sponsor a circus to come into the local community, and uh, part of that is you know they would send somebody out in advance that was their telemarketer, and he just you know, made phone calls all day, trying to drum up sales and tickets. And um, we set up an office with phone lines and everything for them and kind of a back room that actually most people don't even ever see. We we kind of use it as our, our green room, you know, or, or closed off room for people. So that's usually not on the tour or open during events. And um, the back servant staircase runs right by the door that leads into this room. And he was a bigger gentleman. You know, and someone you wouldn't expect to go running out of a building like a little girl, but <laughs> he, um, you know, late one night, he's calling up some tallies or doing whatever it is he's doing, and he heard somebody walking down the stairs and go, you know, and had a, a cold brush of air kind of pass by him, and he proceeded to freak, <laughs> freak to freak out, and, um, <laughs> You know, run right out of the building, left the lights on, then to come back to the next morning. Oh, jeez. Did he lock the door? <laughs> nice run. <laughs> and that, you know, it, but, and, and that was for the, you know, that was those those stairs and, and, the, and the footsteps going up and down those stairs was some of the first claims we really had of the building, you know. Was, mm-hmm. And there were the servant stairs, you know, there were, you know, and, is it a residual haunting or an intelligent haunting? It's, who knows? But you still hear them to this day every now and then. Mm-hmm. But it's it, it's pretty interesting. <laughs> Actually, I have, I have to tell a funny story about that that same staircase. The first yeah. investigation we did there, uh, was we were there until late, late, late in the night. In fact, we did ended up doing uh, a seated communication by candlelight at the time and in the locked off room and we had infrared cameras running at the time so we had the film and everything else so the investigation was pretty much over and we maureen and i uh, maureen wood who was uh, my father at the time um we were going over the, some of the video that we shot because there were some things that happened during this uh seance and all of a sudden we had placed this alarm on the staircase door and was that your sister josh it was, yep. Yeah. The funniest damn thing. All we heard was the alarm go off and this screech, <laughs> scream, and, and all this woman comes running down the corridor with her hands flying, wailing in the air, <laughs> zoom right out of the building, just like something out of a horror story. It was so funny. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Bad. Yeah, oh, but any, the, the interesting thing about it is, is we went on, on and checked it out, and there was really no reason for anything for the alarm to go off, but it, it did. But it was uh-huh. funny, though. It was one of the funniest things that I that I ever <laughs> it cracked me up. 
I thought you said I thought you were going to say she set it off. But no, something no, no. else set it off. That's yeah, great. It, it did go off. Uh, you know, I know we don't know went. a particular reason, but we couldn't figure it out. But, uh, <laughs> she swears she didn't go anywhere near it, so whatever. <laughs> um, but the interesting, of course, the the show was on the Ghost Adventurers, and we had uh, Nick on the show just a little while ago, and. Um, and we did mention the, the mansion, but uh, that was the first time I saw the Ghost Adventurers, and, and, and I think it was one of the first shows they did, wasn't it? I, if I remember correctly, and it's been a while, it's funny, I just posted a picture on my Facebook of that day I found years ago, and I was like, God, I look skinny. And um, <laughs> but the um, That's because you were... I was, I know. Um, but anyways, I, I believe it was their first or second shoot. It was the fourth episode of the first season that aired, but I believe we were the first or second time they actually got together to shoot. So wow. you know, it was definitely early on in their careers. Ah, can you still see that show anywhere? Is it on Hulu or YouTube? Or I, actually, I actually posted it on uh, my webpage, the, the page that was connected to. And it's the, on Netflix uh, as well. For those of you who subscribe to Netflix, you can get the, you can get it on Netflix as well. It's oh, a great right. watch. Um, some fantastic evidence. You know, nothing. They, they, it was great because I'm always skeptical. I'm, I'm one of those very skeptical. We still are skeptical, right? I mean, and I still am. You know, I'm not here to, to bash any TV show, but I still sometimes go back and say, oh, did that really happen? <laughs> you know, but some of the some of the stuff that they captured is the, some of the stuff that I. I witness here on a weekly basis sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, you know, they were in the basement and they heard this girl yell, just go, Hey, and wow. I was like, Oh my God, I know that I've heard her. <laughs> I heard <laughs> that girl before, you know, it's um, the ghost girl, you know, you uh-huh. know, so they, they capture some fantastic evidence. And that's the interesting thing because that's when I, that's why I made a point to watch the show is because, you know, we have had investigated it before, I think probably a couple of times before, well, more than that before then. And, um, and I looked and wanted to see where they got their evidence. And, and of course, you know, we were the first to make contact with that little girl in the, in the basement that first time we came there and mm-hmm. they found that. And then the, the hallway there where they got the dark shadow, well, that's where the, just off the uh, staircase thing, uh, where the uh, the alarm had gone off. So I yep. mean, it was a couple of things, and of course, Mary's room with the. I think they used the game cam. Wasn't the game cam there that they they caught something else? Yep, it was actually. Um, it was a, it was a game cam, you know, with a, like an infrared night vision option. But um, mm-hmm. with the very interesting part about it was, is it actually also captured temperature um, temperature at the same time. Yeah. And so as they're going along, they did use some sort of piece of equipment that I was unfamiliar with. Um, you know, it's a always ghost, A ghost magnet or something, some weird light that he flashed around in the room. But anyways, he comes <laughs> into the room and he's taking pictures and taking pictures and taking pictures. And, you know, and, and, and I don't remember the exact numbers, but it was like, you know, 70 degrees, 70 degrees, 70 degrees. And he takes one. And next to the um, – next to the – the desk with a mirror, like a vanity, that's in the corner of Mary's room. There's this weird swirl of light that just appears, mm-hmm. and at the same time, the temperature dropped, and it was a significant amount. It wasn't like it was 70 degrees and 69.9 degrees. It was right. it went from like 77 to 64. It was a very mm-hmm. significant drop in temperature in that just that one frame. Wow! Wow! And the interesting thing about it was that. Um, 
when we did we did several conferences there, contact together, uh, Josh and I. I think it was three of them we did right for three years, I believe it was. And uh, the first year when I was there, it was in July, and of course the mansion at that time I don't know how it is now, but all the windows were pretty much sealed up. <laughs> it was yeah. hot, and I was setting up in Mary's room, and uh, I had the remote temperature sensor, and I had placed it on the Mary's chair, and then I went to to grab it, and I looked at it, and it was 57 degrees. Mm-hmm. And I put my hand, and I could feel the coldness. But, of course, there was nothing, believe me, there was nothing cold in that mansion that day. Wow. <laughs> except, maybe the beer, except maybe the beer. But, I mean, uh, other than that. <laughs> um, and we have we have a question from Stephen Scott in our chat room. Um, and he'd like to know, uh, Josh, if, if there is any kind of record of the first ever, quote, unquote, paranormal event at the mansion, and does it predate? the tragic events of the Houghton family, or, um, or do you think that was the catalyst? You know, I, I do, uh, you know, that, that's, a, that's a great question. Uh, I think there so. is no official, I would say, start date of the, um, you know, or, or first recorded instance of a haunting. Uh, it's been known to be haunted for, for generations. You can talk to the grandparents and the great-grandparents of the community, you know, people in their 80s and 90s now who remember playing baseball in the field or playing ball in the field or, or, or lawn, basically, and hearing about the ghost stories. You know, girls who, you know, grow, you know grandmothers now who are what was once called the Rainbow Girls who met here. Right. In, in the room that I'm sitting in now, in Mary's room, feeling like they were being watched or heard things or saw things moving around that didn't belong. So, you know, these, these are old, old stories. But that does kind of bring up the question, too, though, because there's, there's a few things. There's a lot of unanswered questions about the history of this building before AC and at AC's, during AC's life. One of them and actually being, the building was moved, right? Correct. So, A, we have one thing is we have, we have this um, child spirit in the basement. Um, a lot of people call it Laura. Um, it always strikes a nerve with me because I don't think it's Laura. You know, Laura being AC's daughter that died at a very young age before this building was ever even thought of and ever right, built. Right. Why is she in the basement? I mean, come on. Right. But there's a child down there. Now, there were two other buildings that sat, sat on this property before this building was built. Um, so is this a child that's attached to the property down there for some reason? Um, is it, kind of my guess. Uh, secondly, it's something that always comes up um, quite frequently when we talk about the mansion and its history and why it's haunted is the is our retaining wall um, that holds up the street um, just off of our lawn, which in most likely we're pretty much you know, 95% sure are all stones that were quarried or the spoil of the building of the Hoosick Tunnel, which is a, a very close proximity to the building. I would say about two miles as the crow flies. And, you know, this is the stone that, you know, this build, that tunnel in reality probably is one of the most haunted places in the world. Over 200 people lost their lives in the making of this tunnel. It was the first... 201. I lost one of my group last time I was here. Yeah, yeah, we were close. You know... um, it was the first place that nitroglycerin dynamite was ever used commercially. So, oh. I mean, can you imagine 
nitroglycerin dynamite. Nobody knew how to use it, and they were using it here. <laughs> people were just getting blown up left and right, basically. Um, so, you know, is, there's there's some bad karma, some bad juju attached to these rocks that are now on our property. Um, a lot of people kind of say maybe it's some sort of curse that's, you know, that's bewildered onto things here. Um, yeah, it's hard to say, but the stories have been around forever, but there's no, I would say, on, you know, April 1st of 1906, you know, this was the first haunting. I wish I could. Mm-hmm. Um, during the construction of the building in the 1890s, um, a construction worker lost his life, um, had his head crushed, I think, um, by a beam or something. Um, I forgot the exact story. Um, but, you know, so somebody died just making this building. Right, right, right. So it could be anybody. Yeah, and for those interested, go. I just put up. I think if anyone has me on Instagram or Facebook, I just the what we are talking about the that mirror in that room, and Mary's room. I just put up a nice picture of what we were talking about. So mm-hmm. if you find that on there, that should be up. Kind of giving a, a live pictorial of what we're talking about here. <laughs> you know what's interesting too is that last time was it last time we were there or time before? I don't know. So many times I get get. I always get mixed up. But anyways. Uh, That's because you're old. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, you know, if you were 108, you'd be old. Okay. Uh, you, but anyways, um, the interesting thing is that we were up in Mary's room, and we had a ghost radar going because I, I love playing with that. It's a lot of fun. And it said, uh, well, I won't say what it said, but we had it going. And then when I was, we were sitting in the room, we had the ladies of grid on, and we were all there, and somebody was in Mary's chair, and, and all of a sudden I said, is there a cat under by the chair there? And I swore I saw a cat there. And as I said that on the ghost radar, it said, "Kill cat." And oh God! Leslie took pictures, right? And it looks like there's a, there's a shadow of a cat there. Yeah. It's simply amazing. But the interesting effect, okay? So that that happened there, okay? So um, that that's one instance. Well, Nick, who's Josh's father, and uh, a great guy, too, by the way, um, he was in the basement, and he actually got startled by what he thought was a cat, but it was really no, nothing there. Uh, yeah. He swore it was a cat, though. Do you, do you remember that, Josh? I do. Um, and, and, you know, th- this place... But they were totally separate. Neither one yeah. knew the other one until the end of the night that this we each had some interaction with a ghost cat. Absolutely, it's 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 funny because this place, I swear, sometimes just well, it, you come in and it throws us a curveball, you know. Because mm-hmm. I've never seen a cat before, I've never heard a cat in here, but now it, there it was that night, and it, you know, it, it, sometimes I wonder is as we're here and we're doing more and more, are exactly. we building the energy that the building feeds off of? You know, a lot of what we talk about when we talk about paranormal investigating, ghost hunting and stuff like that is energy and the energy the spirits use and you know, you know, as we do, do people more, bring their own spirits. We you know, that's another another uh, um, you know Absolutely, you know, is it somebody yeah. bringing their own or is it just, you know, the more we do this, you know, the more we we ghost hunt the better we get at it you know in practice but is the more we is the more they on the other side interact with us the better do they get better at it and as they get better at it are we able to get more and more out of them are they get more comfortable with us who knows yeah that's, that's the cool thing about what we do is because there are so many 
factors that we really don't know, and it's it's just you know so much fun to uh, you know hypothesize and uh, make up our own theories on it. But anyways, we're, we're you're listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ann Carrigan and Ron Kolick right here on Tojanet Parax Ghost Channel and Beyond, and we're talking with Josh Mantello of the Berkshire Paranormal in the Houghton Mansion, and we will be up there on April fifth through the seventh with uh, Jeff Belanger of Ghost Village and a million books, and of course Doctors Dave D- Dave Schrader from Doctors Radio, uh, myself and. Uh, Andrew Lake from um, Greenville Paranormal and the boys from Spooky South Coast. So, I mean, it's going to be really great. And tickets are on sale if you go to uh, legendtrips.com, www.legendtrips.com. They're available there. Uh, you can come up on Saturday, and, and I guess we're doing 12 hours ago, something. Oh, God bless us. Of, yeah, of I just, that- yeah I, actually, I, I just talked with Jeff um, a couple hours ago. Um, it, it's, it's shaping up. It, it, it's still uh, there's no official itinerary, but right now it sounds like it is going to be about two two p.m. to to two a.m. with ghost hunting from probably eight p.m. to two a.m. So you're looking at six hours of just time to to wander around this place and 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 hunt and and look for things, you know, on top of you know lectures from yourself and myself and Jeff and Dave and you know all this. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be a blast. <laughs> Bring your five hour energy drink, folks. Bring two. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, as I'm sitting here, I am seeing the shadows moving around out in the hallway. So really? they're, they're starting to get stirred up a little bit. Very nice. Very nice. We like uh, speak, speaking about shadows stirring up, I see that uh, Mr. Tim, uh, what's his name there from the boys from Spooky South Coast is in the uh, chat room, right? Spooky Tim. Tim Weisberg. <laughs> Tim Weisberg. <laughs> He's a fun guy to uh, also to go go something with. Uh, we were lucky enough to be invited to the last Legend Trip event at Fort Tabor. Did I say that right? And you did. I you did. Said okay. it. Oh my God! And they, right, I can't believe they it. had actually had an amazing uh, audio uh, sound there, which was phenomenal. So oh, yeah. I don't think I don't I don't know if has Tim ever gone to the mansion before? Do you know? I boy, I've met a lot of. I think Tim. I think this is going to be Tim's first visit, and I think this is, you know, Dave Schrader's first visit. Uh-huh. I think everybody else has been here at least once. I believe I do believe this is Tim's and uh, and Dave's first visit here, so it should be interesting. Very yeah, good. Yeah, should be fun. We have Houghton Mansion newbies. Yeah, there you go. Woohoo! Yes, Spooky Tim said I mean, yes. It will be the, his first it visit. Never, the mansion never, never disappoints. I mean, there's, I've had so many experiences there. Uh, you know, it, it's so hard to even, uh, you know, categorize them. And I mean, and everything from, I remember uh, one the time there, we were like two o'clock in the morning. We were up in, uh, well, depends what room they call it different stuff many times, but it, the back room. Uh, and um, I was there. In fact, you were there at the time, Josh, and I was sitting next to the little crawl space door and it opened up by itself. Mm-hmm. Yep. You remember that? That happened it, a few times to myself. Yeah, and then later on, uh, everybody else left, and it was just Karen Ruck and uh, Jackie was with me, and uh, uh, she said she got touched, so I, I made her sit in front of me. And uh, anyway, uh, so <laughs> <laughs> you made her sit in front of you. That's nice. Yeah, close, close. To oh, me, and, so and um, I did share um, Josh's picture on our Facebook page if anybody oh, cool. wants to check that out. Yeah. 
But I'm going to call up another one in about one second. There's an orb cool. in it, just saying. But okay. as I'm sitting here and looking out through the doorway in Mary's room, I am seeing some shadows kind of moving around. So, you know, they're, they're, I definitely think they're um, – yeah, they're getting a little antsy for our guests as well. Oh, they're ready. So, anyways, <laughs> we were up in this room two o'clock in the morning, and, and uh, we just sitting here quietly and, and listening. And all of a sudden, we saw the doorknob to the room turn, and then like somebody opened the door. But it's actually a corridor down there. We could see right down the corridor. There was no one there at all. So mm. that was really uh, another cool event that happened in there. Mm-hmm. And. Another one that I can recall was uh, with you again, Josh, and uh, our good friend uh, Thomas D'Agostino. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's probably the, you know, I do tours, you know, once a week, you know, for three months, you know, once the uh, the fall rolls around. And I, every tour is always a little bit different, but that is one story I think I tell on every single one because it was such an amazing night. Um <laughs> that camera just like blew up in her hands. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, we were we were given like the pre-investigative invas- investigation tour um, with 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 Tom and um, oh my god, his wife's name's escaping me, Irene. 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 Um, and you know, she was taking pictures with an older 35 millimeter um, camera and. As we got into what you know that third floor room, what we call Witter's room, and we her camera, you know, if you remember the old style flashes, they would have to like power up to work, so they would have that whistle that would go. So hers would go up and then down, up and then down. Something was taking the energy that that thing was building to try and take a picture, and then all of a sudden, all I see is the camera go flying in pieces. The flash is on the floor. The batteries are flying out, and what happened was is something grabbed the camera, and luckily it was around her neck and just pulled it right off. Oh, God. Wow. That's crazy. And, and of course, up there, too, is the uh, Josh's uh, rendition of the Psychomanthium Chamber. Oh, yes. <laughs> I've seen that. And cool. I understand that you will be able to go in it up there during the event. Yep, we're, um, it's still there. Um, the chair's there, the mirror's there. It needs a little bit of polishing up, but we are definitely going to um, use it. Going to bring that back to life um, mm. and offer people time. I think they're going to be a sign-up sheet and give people opportunity to, to pick a time to go in and. Yep. And basically mirror gaze in a complete, completely pitch black room, and. Um, have an experience. Um, I've honestly, of all the things I've done, that's the one thing I've never actually. I've never gone in that little cycle. I built it. Are you I've serious? Never actually experienced it. I've kind of always shied away from it myself. Maybe this <laughs> this event, I'll I'll jump in it myself. We'll see. I mean, Mari and I went, we did an, had an amazing experience. In fact, if you go on the Ghost Village website, uh, Ghost Village dot com uh and the ghost chronicle shows there's one of them on the psychomanthium chamber and it's i actually recorded live there and it was amazing amazing what occurred during that uh visit to the chamber but anyways i I heard the uh, doorbell which means the pizza from the dead is here yes it is time time to wrap it up and we're talking with uh josh mantel at berkshire paranormal normal and the uh houghton mansion and we will be together uh, on April 5th through the 7th up at the 
Houghton Mansion in North Adams. Uh, you can get your tickets from www.legendtrips.com, or you can go visit our website, which has a link to, which is neghostproject.com. Letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com. So that oh. hour flew by, and uh, yeah. Joshua, I want to thank you so much for. Uh, brought, I mean, you were at the mansion. Uh, it was kind of uh, kind of spooky. It was. In all honesty, I, I really. You know, I'm. You know, I, I I have my kids and and my dad are downstairs, but I'm up here on the second floor in Mary's room alone, and I'm definitely seeing some shadows floating around the doorway. I took a picture that that I posted that up as well. I think a few people already shared it. There's nothing in there, but definitely saw some shadows floating around out here. All right. Well, one week we'll be there. Absolutely, we'll keep them up for you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave the lights out for you. Excellent. Get it. All right. Leave the lights out, not like Hotel 8. We'll leave the lights on. We got it, Ron. Yeah. Did you get it? Yeah. Do I have to explain yeah. it? <laughs> anyway, you've been listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with the blonde mom, Ann Carrigan, New England's own Van Helsing, Ron Kolick, and our special guest, Josh Mantello. Uh, okay, there you go. So it's time <laughs> to wrap it up. And good night, and God bless good all night. you people. In good night. Thanks for listening, everybody. From ghoulies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.